Welcome, ready to the True Dreamers Podcast, episode 30. Let's get right into it. Good morning, everybody. This is the True Dreamers Podcast. I'm here, of course, with my regular co-hosts, Joaquin, Philip, and Juan, as well as accompanied by a very special guest. Introduce yourself. My name is Mauricio Diaz. Nice. So, Mauricio works with Juan, and then they ended up talking because, again, they're co-workers, and they really hit it off as friends at work, so we decided to bring him on in. Pretty much today, we're going to kind of get to know him a little bit, kind of dive into his his past where he started... Uh, where he ended up and then uh, where he is now, just kind of diving real deep into him and try to get to know you a little bit and let other people get to know you. This is going to reach a few people, you know, so yeah, let's get right into it. Pretty much. You have any specific questions, Juan? Yeah. So we'll start off with your childhood. Um, where were you born and what was childhood like growing up? Okay. So how's it going, guys? I appreciate you having me on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, thank oh, you yeah. for coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, so I was my childhood. I was from from Los Angeles, California. Um, that's the, my county. Uh, I was born in Long Beach. Um, um, my childhood was uh, just like any typical childhood, I believe. Uh, hardworking parents, um, mm-hmm. you know, trying to take us, uh, trying to they try to sh- teach us the right way, show us the right way. Um, my father, he was never really in the picture. Um, my real dad, um, he left us when we were about four years old. So I don't really remember him, and that's when my stepdad came into the picture. I remember the first time meeting my stepdad. His name wow. is Salvador. Um, I remember I was my parents had sent me to Mexico for about a year. Um, I was about three years old. Uh, I got back when I was about four, and I remember uh, when I met him, he picked me up at the at the at the airport okay. station, and uh, I remember they, um, my mom pulling out a, a, a right at the airport, and I remember I, I hugged her and. And I see my brother and sister. They 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 jumped out the car. They jumped out of a car, and and uh, and um, I was just wondering like, whose whose car is this? And that's when I met my stepdad. You know, he shook my hand. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then I just see my brother and sister jump into the car, and um, and so I just jumped in myself as well. And that was the first time I met him. So so my dad, he's 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 one of the persons that I that I look up to a lot. He's someone that taught me a lot of a lot of the way the way that I carry myself, the way that. I, the person that I am today is really because of my, my, my stepdad, which I consider my, my father. Right. Um, I don't know anybody else, um, so that's that's who I consider my dad. Um, so we lived in a in a in a studio apartment um, most of my life until up to about oh I can't recall if it was about seven or eight years old. Um, we lived in a in the north side of Long Beach in a in a studio. And um, my dad worked hard. My mom worked hard. She, they're they're both barbers. They both cut hair. Um, at that time, my dad wasn't a barber yet. My mom was a barber. My dad, I don't know. He worked in a Pasadena. I don't know uh, at a company. Um, so so, what my dad tried to do? He he he. Okay, so I'm gonna rewind a little bit. Um, they um, growing up growing up in elementary school. Um, I started hanging out with uh, two twins. Um. And um, I think they had a lot of influence on 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 the life that uh that I that I that I lived. Um, so I started hanging out with, with the two twins. We're gonna call them the two twins. Um, they were I was about in third grade, fourth grade, and um, these guys would come over to my house and stay for a whole week. Their mom wouldn't call a chick up on them or anything. So 
you know, that was, you know, my parents, that's probably a red, that should have been a red flag for them, you know? Yeah, um, right. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> when you say- Like, what's going on back home? <laughs> yeah. When you say influence, do you mean like a good influence or a bad influence? Um, so, um, I'm going to say a bad influence, the to bad be influence? honest with okay. you. Yeah, I'm not going to say a good influence. Um, as far as it go, goes now, I, they, they grew up to be a pretty decent uh, uh, adults um, now. Um, but at the time, it was. But at the time, yeah, yeah. they were, they were, um, so those guys were my, they were my best friends. Um, so they had a lot of influence on us. They would come and stay over for about two weeks, a week, a week. And then, uh, so, so we got really close with them, you know, I got to know their parents and stuff. Um, so what happened is we found out where they, where they lived at and my parents, um, started looking into a, to buy a house in their area where they were living at. Which was in the north side of Long Beach, but down the way uh, on Atlantic Avenue, um, um, which was in front of a uh, Jordan High School, and um, so so we so we ended up moving to a mobile home park, mm. um, which where they lived. They lived in a mobile home at the time, um, and so we found a we found a spot a mobile home. My parents found a mobile home, and they decided to move there because it was a three bedroom. I mean, three a three room uh, uh, mobile home instead okay. of a studio. Yeah. And um, I'm a backtrack a bit. How many siblings do you have? At the moment, I just have one sibling. I had two siblings. I had a brother and a sister. Uh, I got a brother who passed away 2018. Oh. Uh, Sorry about that. Uh, one of the roughest uh, times in, in my life, um, which mm-hmm. which life continues, you know, and life moves on. So I'm doing good now, you know. Mm-hmm. You know how it is, you know. Um, yeah. um, so so. Um, so my parents, my dad, he tried. He 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 wanted to bring us out of the gutter, right? Mm-hmm. We're at from a studio to a three bedroom, so we could have our own space, right? right? So what happened here is, so he he we bought a mobile home, we moved out of, out of that studio. Um, we were about eight or nine by that time, and we moved into a, a mobile home park. At the time, we thought it was very nice. You know, it was nice. Of course, considering like where you had come from. Right? Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's all you knew, and then you got to upgrade. You're like, oh wow, yes. my own space. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had we 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 you know my dad. He he did the best he thought he was doing right, but what he really did was he moved us into a gang infested area, mm-hmm. gang infested area, very ghetto. Obviously, you know, not really knowing, right? He not knowing. Know. Yeah, my dad. He didn't. He didn't know that. Uh, he didn't know that 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 it was that area was like that. Mm. Um, you know. Primarily, primarily was most mostly Hispanics in that in that uh, in that mm-hmm. uh, in that uh, mobile home park. Okay. Um, it had two pools too, man. It was nice, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> like I look as a little kid, that must have been like amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 so we moved there, and the twins were were living there. Um, so we go. So what started happening is we started. My parents, all they did was work, 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 work. You know. So first when Growing up, we'd ask my we'd ask my parents, hey, I'd ask my mom or my daddy, can we go outside? So we'll go out for an hour, you know, or two, whatever, come back. Um, as we as we got older and progressed, um, I mean, as we got older, we just started to sneak out now instead mm-hmm. of asking for permission. You know, I, we just snuck out, snuck out through the back, snuck out through the front. You know, sometimes we didn't even come home. We started to stay out. Sometimes we'll go stay over at, at the twins' house for a day or two. Um, and um, so this is where you can really start to see like the environment really playing into play with like your character and your personality, it's, huh? It started, yes. Yeah. So the environment started to take a a big role in in my in my uh, 
in your development pretty my much. development yeah. yes and at this point how old are you at this point um i'm like nine or ten okay nine or point. ten okay nine or ten yes um there you go better yeah better. it's better okay go ahead. perfect yeah at this point um uh, yeah i'm nine or ten um but at, but growing up and and growing up i was always an honor student mm-hmm. always always had good grades you know um, up until middle school, you know, I graduated from middle school, uh, even in high school, I had pretty good grades, um, just decided to take a different course in my life. But, uh, in middle school, I graduated with a 3.6, you know, which, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I was a pretty a, a, a and B student. Um, so, so, so that, so once we moved to the trailer park, to the mobile home park, we, I started to sneak out all the time. Um, started hanging out with the twins and, um. And they had a big influence on on, on my life. Um, um, I didn't know it back then, but uh, so so we did things that I don't know if any other typical child would do. Like we'd we'd go to would go to would be out in the mobile home park throwing rocks at houses, throwing eggs at houses. Um, you know, very just things that that. You know, very, very things that that, that I don't agree. Hood on. red at- activities. Yeah, man. yeah. It was <laughs> I think bad. that's the, the the verbiage they use now. Yeah, it's, it was bad. Yeah, and 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 at that time, I didn't think it was as ghetto as it is now. You know, now I think about it, and, and sometimes I tell my kids about it, and and I just reflect on it. And it's, it was just just pretty bad, you know. Right. So, anyways, going up through middle school, you know, and 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 it, you know, I remember. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. Being in elementary school. And we'd form, we'd, we'd form, you know, I got suspended at the at the age of second grade. You know, now that I, I'm on a backtrack, at the second grade, I got suspended for touching girls' butts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Wow. I'm serious. Oh, wow. You know, I don't know what, you know, and and um, how that happened. But, but you know, I guess I just, I loved women, you know. Um, <laughs> I, at least you found out at a young age. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I got suspended at the age of second grade. I remember the twins would always get suspended from elementary school all the time. They would run away from class. They would be talking to the teacher face to face, and they would just take off running, gone, just ditch class right there in front of them. Dang, you know dang. that's how oh, wow. that's how ghetto was. You know that's how. And then I remember I got suspended again. I believe I don't know if in the third grade for having fireworks in in school, mm. in elementary. Yeah, so so not only that. Then I'm gonna backtrack in elementary. We would form. A, I don't know if you guys ever watched, but we used to. I used to watch uh, wrestling. WWF. It was called back then. Now it's oh, called WWE. I used yeah, to watch it, so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so so we had they they back then they had the G, the D Generation X. It was a group, and then and and then another group called the Attitude. So, I know who they so, are. Yeah. So we'd okay. make we'd make groups and then start fighting in elementary. <laughs> <laughs> <Start going out. laughs> it's I mean, crazy. I relate to you on that because uh, growing up in middle school, my buddies and I we would do this at home though. Like my one of my buddies had a trampoline, and like, we pick like all oh, your favorite WWE because like this we're the new generation. <laughs> I want to be John Cena. No, I'm the Rock, and we start wrestling. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about. But like yeah. we do this at home though, not like at not school. Not in the middle of class. Or yeah, <laughs> like just bare fists fighting each other. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's how we did it. That's how we did it, bro. It was. It was. It was ghetto. We'd start kicking each yeah. other and everything. Thing. So I remember we got pulled into the office, both groups, and they were like, "You guys are forming like a gang already, and you guys are elementary, so you guys need to, you know, we guys need to stop this whatever's going on." So, so eventually, I think we ended up stopping. But I don't know. I think just I think just growing in a in a city environment, um, especially I don't know if down south or I don't know if it's the same up north, but just growing up in a city environment is, um, I think you grow up a little differently, you know. Um, oh, for sure. There's more violence, you know. More violence, more bad influence, you know. But good people come out of the the city as well. I I don't know. It's just I don't know how it is that people take 
these type of I don't know if this the influence on you know because I know you know some people they say don't let the environment you know there's some people that say don't let the environment that that, that is not an excuse you know of the way people uh, grow up grow up mm -hmm. yeah because there's people that come out of the hood and and they grow up uh very decent you know very good you know got careers mm -hmm. and everything so so i don't know if i believe it does have a i, I believe it does play a role to be honest with you i think it, it, it does i, I believe that's, when that's all yeah. you know yeah. that's all about because think you, about it like, dude you're a little kid and all you do is just take in information and constantly look up to people exactly. so like it, it really depends on who you're until one day your, just like circle you across the head right, right. Yeah. that's what i believe too i believe it does have it does play a a, a, a factor mm -hmm. i believe mm -hmm. um anyway so so so, so we're so, in about middle school right now yeah so we're gonna go back to middle school yeah so in middle school um um in middle school, so I would be, I would do good in, 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 in school. Um, I had pretty good grades and everything. Um, I remember, um, I used to hang out with, uh, with a lot of the blacks, you know, um, um, at, at, at that time I didn't know it, but there was a lot of racial tension between Mexicans and blacks in, uh, in Los Angeles. This it's, is like the nineties, right? No, this is like, uh, or is it too early 2000s? 2000s. 2000s. This is when uh, the Lakers won back to back. I don't know if it was four seasons or when Shaq and Kobe were together. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. You know, so this okay. is this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you know, back I'm, th I'm 33 years old, by the <laughs> way, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little older. Uh, um, so, um, um, yeah. So I used to hang out with the blacks. You know, I used to want to dance and 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 you know, I used to try to stay fitted and dress fitted and and um. But I did pretty good at, in in in, in middle school. Sc in school. Yeah, I mm. did pretty good in, in middle school, um, as far as school goes. Um, so, in about the eighth grade, right? Um, so the twins they were they were the same age as me. So in the eighth grade, I remember uh, the one of the twins' name. Um, I remember in the eighth grade he he joined he joined a gang, right? So that this is this is where it all starts, right? He joined he joined the uh, he joined the gang, right? His twin brother never never joined, right? He, but but in the eighth grade, he uh, joined a, a Hispanic gang, right, from Compton. Were these the same twins you would hang out at with in elementary? Yeah, in elementary yeah, okay. my life, okay. yeah. So this is the same twins that I, that I hung out with in elementary. You know, so one of them decides to join the gang because his older brother was in the gang. So they were in a Compton gang. Um, he joined the gang, right? So 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 I always knew about the gang environment, right? But I always told, I always I always said I would never join the gang, right? Mm -hmm. Never never join the gang. Um, so um so i would always see my friend twin friend he'd always have a black eye all the time you know he was constantly going to war always constantly fighting the enemies you know mm -hmm. um were his enemies so middle school i'm gonna go forward on um, middle school I, I did pretty good um I, I think i i was i was doing pretty good at that time you know i graduated 3.6 gpa went to the freshman year went to a all night uh, all freshman high school uh, jordan uh, academy i believe it was all, all freshmen all freshmen all so ninth grade all ninth grade. You know why they did that? I've never heard of that before. I don't, I don't know why they did that, but they opened the school just for all freshmen. Maybe uh, too many kids. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe. But but instead of going to the to the to like, the big Jordan High, we they end up sending us to the to the freshman Jordan. Right. Um, so as far as middle school though, you were pretty much staying out of trouble, really focusing on your grades, you know, doing your thing. In middle school, I was okay. doing good. Okay. Yeah, I was focusing on my grades. Besides the fact that. That uh, you know, we sneak out or whatever, we did some stay dumb out stuff here and there. Yeah, yeah right. we did some dumb stuff here and there. When I got to the fr to um, freshman to year, freshman year, I started uh, uh, so 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 freshman year. You know, got to 
I I ended up uh, I ended up joining a, a tagging crew. So I was a, I was a tagger for for a little bit. I don't know if you if you guys know what that I is. I don't know yeah, what like, a tagger yeah, is. Graffiti. 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 Yeah, yeah. I used to oh, like okay. to do graffiti. Yeah, graffiti. But um um I ended up uh, decided my friend, my other twin friends. So I believe he got into a, a tagging crew. So I ended up getting into a tagging crew. Um, and then at freshman year, I remember I started to experiment with cigarettes. Before then, I think maybe in seventh or eighth grade, I started smoking cigarettes once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, never really wanted to smoke pot. Um, you know, I was always against that. Um, but I remember in freshman year, I started to experiment with, with marijuana use as well. Um, I remember the first time, um, older brother um, that's in the gang, which was a twin. Um, he came by to my house and he had, he brought some he brought some marijuana, and uh, they were out in the back in the bathroom. Him and my brother were out there smoking, and I remember I was back there. I said, "Hey, don't do that." And he was right there puffing. He he said, "You gotta inhale like this." He was trying to teach him how to smoke, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so so that was I remember that was the first time. Um, after that I st- we start I started experimenting. And the freshman year I started to experiment with with marijuana and um. And that was pretty much it, you know. So I'm in a tagging crew, right? But I'm still doing pretty good in school, um, not getting into too much trouble. So this is where where everything starts to change, you know. I, I now I no longer hang out with the with the blacks, which I did in in, in middle school. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to hang out with with the Mexicans. Okay. You know? And I'm starting to see that there's racial tension. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, in school. Right. Um. So I'm from a tagging crew, right? For about half of the half of ninth grade. So I decided to hang out with with the twins and their older brother, right? And then we had another another friend. His name was. They called him Termite. I decided to hang out with them, right? <laughs> termite. <laughs> yeah, Termite. I know the name's funny, right? So we're hanging out with them, right? And for some reason, on that day it was me and my brother. It was Termite. It was. Which his nickname was Little Casper, and his big brother Casper, which was. Right. And 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 and. So I just we decided to hang out together, all five of us, right? And then for some reason I don't know who brought it up, but we're like, hey, let's get some, let's get some forties, let's get some forties, which is let's get yeah. some beer, right? Let's get some beer. Mm-hmm. So we went down the down the block, we went down the way, down the road, and um, we we went to a liquor store. I remember we went on on our bicycles, and some guy was standing out there. I said, hey, we give you some money if you if you buy some some forties, and he bought us like four or five Mickey forties, right? Mickey's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um. We went back uh, to the house, and uh, we decided to go to the to the to the L.A. River, which was right next to the mobile home park, the L.A. River. So we went up to the L.A. River, and uh, we we started drinking over there. Right, we started drinking forties, and um and um and one thing led to another, and I I we were smack, you know, we we're, we were drunk, right. And then this is this is where 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 my life changed in in that aspect, right? Um, I was I'm the one that kind of started everything. I still remember, you know. And then uh, I told I told the the homies, my, my friends. I said I said um, hey let's hey let's jump my brother in, let's jump my brother in. So you know, and I never really wanted to join a gang, right? But because of the alcohol, I took a I I, I took a I made a bad choice, right, in my life, right mm-hmm. there. That was that was it, right there. The alcohol. Was what what really what really what really uh kind of influenced that decision influenced right? that decision that's what changed everything really was the alcohol and I'm a I'm a blame it on the alcohol right mm-hmm. and um so I told my my the homies my friends I said uh, let's jump let's jump my brother in let's jump my brother in 
So so I so I remember I I hit my brother right. I socked him. I socked my little brother. And the next you know the three my three of my friends were on him jumping him right. Boom! They started counting. I don't know. And um, so that was that. You know my brother got jumped in, got jumped into a gang. And the next you know they were like, hey, you're next. So that's when I got jumped in. Um, I got jumped in. Um, I remember I got dropped. I got kicked in the face. Whatever. I, I got beat up right for like 13 seconds. Um, anyways. So I remember, you know, we hang, we hung out. The next morning, I woke up, and the first thing I heard was from one of, from my homie Termite was like, "Hey, where you from?" You know, which means what what gang are you from? And that was the first thing he asked me, "Hey, where you from?" And I and I that was the first time I ever I banged my neighborhood, you know. Mm-hmm. And I told him I'm from you know Compton, this is this, this whatever, you know. I don't know if I should share where I'm from or anything like that, which I'm not from there anymore. But right, right. Mm-hmm. I was from a, a neighborhood called uh, Compton Tokers. Um, they're still out right now. You know, from Compton Tokers. So he he back he 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 hit me up. He said, "Hey, hey, where you from?" That was the first thing he did as soon as I woke up. And you know, I woke up hungover, you know, sober, and and I and I banged the I banged the hood. I'm from Compton Tokers, you know, and um, you know, but right there and then I knew I had made a big mistake, you know, mm-hmm. big mistake, you know. And then I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. I got a sister too, right? Mm-hmm. She, you know, she, my sister, um. My sister, she's from. She was from a neighborhood. I didn't. I didn't mention that, but she was from a gang too. She was from a gang in Long Beach, and she started gang banging before us. Um, she would sneak out and leave to Long Beach, to the to the east side, to the east side Long Beach by the beach, and um, and and she wouldn't come home for like a week. I remember she came home from after a week. She came home, and she, and then she banged on me and my brother. You know, she's like, hey, what's up? I'm from Longo, you know, I'm from this, 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 you know, Dang. came back dressed differently, looked differently, you know, gang banging on us. And we're like, you're, you're so, you're so stupid. Like, you're dumb. She's like, whatever, you know. And we're like, you're dumb. I can't believe you did that, you know, because really, really, if you think, you know, I don't know how it is up here, but down south, once you join a gang, it's, it's like, it's, it's not something big. It's, it's kind of dumb because. Because now you're a target everywhere you go. Right, you're a target, right. and every time you get banged on, you're gonna you have to bang. You know, like and you could be on the on the bus. You could be walking wherever. I used to be on the bus. And they'd be like, "Hey, where you from?" Right there, I had to bang my hood. Otherwise, if you don't bang your hood, they call you a ranker. That means you're weak. You can't do that. So anytime, I sometimes I go three or four, or five black guys will be a bang on me. Where you from? At school, and I'd be like, "I'm from this, is this." You know, it don't matter if they're your enemies. And you know, a gun could be pulled on you. Where you from? You had to bang your hood. It was mandatory. You know, that's how, how would, dangerous. That's crazy. How would they know that? Like, that's wild. You're part of a gang. Was it like because like the way you're dressed? The way you yes. Yeah, so the way okay. you're dressed defined a lot of the um, like certain colors, certain outfits. Uh, I guess. So right? at that time, at that time, when when I was growing up, it'd be a white t-shirt with some Dickies or Ben Davis pants with Cortez, mm-hmm. and you're either bald head or slick back hair. Mm-hmm. So that's how you knew he was a game member. If he had Cortez on with Ben Davis on <laughs> with a white tee and a, a belt, I mean, with slick back hair or bald, he was a gang member most most likely. Mm-hmm. You know, so you had, you defined a, a gang member back then by the way they dressed. Mm-hmm. That's how you defined okay. them back then. You know, they dress differently now, I believe. Um, the, gang, the, the gang culture has changed a lot. But back then, you had a shaved head or slick back hair and then with baggy Ben Davis or Dickies. With a white tee, or or whatever type of shirt, but so then, anyways, so my sister, she um, she, you know, she joined the game. You know, we thought that she was done, whatever. Um, older sister, right? My older sister, okay, yes. Okay. Um, and then um, so uh, 
So I so I joined the gang, right? Um at uh at the ninth grade, right? And then and then let me backtrack. As far as my sister goes to she was already at at fourteen, thirteen, she was already experimenting with harder drugs. She was already smoking crystal. Um and marijuana and crystal. I remember the first she was doing it in the back of the in the back in the butt. I mean in in, in our in our restroom. I remember she was smoking. And then we we're like, Man, you're done, you know, and she was she was right there smoking crystal, you know. Um I get I don't know if she had uh, influence on she probably had a little influence oh, on, most on likely. us, on yeah, us most, as well most too. Definitely. You know, um but she was from a totally different different gang. Um so anyway, so I got we got jumped in, me and my brother, and then we came yeah, that's where I was going. So we came home the next day and then uh and then we banged on my sister, you know, she she's like, Oh for Longo, you know, whatever and then we're like, We're from Compton Tokers. She's like, What? You guys are from Tokers? She's like we were like, Yeah. She's like, You guys are stupid, you know? Whatever. Whatever. Dang, you know? With your own sister, that's <laughs> crazy. You guys you guys are dumb, you know? And I was like, Yeah, we're from Tokers now, you know? Anyways. So so I was from a tagging crew and and, and freshman, right? And 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 in school. Right. So everybody mm-hmm. knew I was from from a tagging crew, right? So now the next day when I wake up the homies tell me like, hey, you know, you got to go tell your dad, you got to tell your crew that you're no longer from that crew. You know, you got to let them know that you're no longer from the crew. Right. And then, uh, so, so I went the next, when I went to school, right, whichever, I don't know what day it was, but when I went back to school and I knew there was, there was an enemy, I had an enemy in that, in that school. I already knew about him. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, but I wasn't even from that gang or nothing, but I knew that, that he was, I, there was an opposition there. Right. Mm-hmm. There was an opposite gang member there. From 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 the neighborhood that I had joined, so so um, I went up to my tagging crew when I went to school early in the morning, and I told them, "Hey, I'm no longer from your guys' crew, right?" And it was like three or four, or five of them, right? And they were like, "What? Like, why aren't you from the crew no more?" And I said, "I said because I'm from the hood now." They were like, "What? What? what, what where are you from?" I told them, "I'm from I'm from I'm from Compton Tokers." They're like, "For reals?" I said, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh man, like okay, that's cool." They weren't gonna. They weren't gonna say, "Oh no, be from the crew," you know. Like, don't don't be from that gang because they were scared of the gang. Right. They're just the crew, you know. They're like, "Okay, he's from he's from Tokers. Leave him alone." Then you know. So, so that that previous crew that you were you were leaving, they weren't really like gang affiliated. They would kind of just go out late at night, just BS, kind of just spray yeah. paint tag random shit. Yeah, they okay. were just they okay. were just they were just a tagging tagging crew, which they I think they had a a little bit of beef with with uh. With other crews, but but nothing major, you know. Right, they right. were just mostly okay. about just writing on walls, you know, graffiti. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, they were about graffiti, and um, so I told them, you know, I went I went up to them and uh, and they were like, okay, so they were. I told them I was from the hood, and and they were like, all right, okay. So they just they didn't even say anything. They were like, all right, cool, and they just they you know they went their way, I went my way, you know, and and then uh, I remember um, so that day went on right. That was just one day, right? The next day. I used to ride the yellow bus from where I lived to to the to to school, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember the next day I pulled up on the yellow bus, right? And I got out the bus. As soon as I got out the bus, I looked over to where the Mexican section was at, where they used to hang out at a table. There was like thirty or forty of them, and I remember all of them looking at me, all of them. And then, as you know, one jumped up and he started walking up to me, right? And, and you know, the, this guy, his name was he was his name was Midget. 
from Tiny Gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no way. No way. <laughs> Midget from Tiny Gangsters. Yeah, he must be the leader or something. <laughs> no, so this this was this was my my opposition. This was this was the guy mm-hmm. that that uh-huh. that had beat. Bef- I wasn't from that <clears throat> gang at that time, so I didn't have no no beef with him, right? Mm-hmm. So now I had now I had beef with him, right? Mm-hmm. So he jumped up and he and somehow the whole the whole school found out I was from Tokers. The whole school, they all freshmen, the whole freshman school. You know, so this guy jumped up, right? He started walking up to me, right? You know, he was he was, looked like a gangster, you know. He came up to me, he said, Where you from? You know, where you from? You know, so I told him like I'm from from Tokers, you know. He's like, What? This is this is tiny gangsters, you know, you know, you know, F F turkeys, you know? Because that's how they disrespected my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They called us turkeys. You know, that's how they disrespected the hood. Mm-hmm. You know, so I disrespected his gang. And then, as you know, we go to the restroom right there, and bam. And like 30 Mexicans start following us. Everybody starts going to the restroom, and me and him start going at it right there. Bam, 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 you know, started fighting. Damn. You know, that's the next day, bro. And after that, I could Did you just. Win? Huh? Did you win? Yeah, I, I beat him. I did beat him. Yeah, I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't that good of a. Fighter. At the fighter at that time, no, I was, I was, I was scary. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I was a, a scary person. You know, mm-hmm. imagine you're only nine. I got a son that's that's a freshman. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just remember thinking like, man, I was his age and I was game banging. That's crazy. And 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 at his age, he ain't doing nothing. The things I was doing, mm-hmm. he ain't living that life. And 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 I remember I was scary. No wonder I was scary. He's just a little kid still, you know? He's still, yeah. you know? No yeah. wonder I was scary. I was only 15. Yeah. So, 16. as far as the other gang members, like, you said there was, like, 30 dudes. They didn't really jump in or they, they didn't interview. went into watch? No, this was, this, those guys weren't even from that same gang. They were just, at that time, there's racial tension. Mexicans hung out with Mexicans. Oh, blacks hung out with blacks. Okay. So, they were just hanging out. He, okay. he hung out with the Mexicans, mm, okay. you know? So, that's why, that's why they were there, you know? So, right. they watched, you know, and... We, I, you know, I got in a fight with this guy, whatever. I beat him, whatever. But what happened here, this is where my my where my life changed too, right there. Every day after that, when I went to when I went to when I went to school, I was getting banged on by the blacks everywhere I went. Hey, where you from? Where you Damn. from? And I'd be like, I'm from Tokers, Tokers, Tokers. Everywhere I went, gang banging on everybody, and they would disrespect me like, hey, f turkeys f turkeys everywhere and now and i really didn't do nothing i'm supposed to do something mm-hmm. i'm supposed to get off on them you know i'm supposed to rush them i'm supposed to beat them up but you know i'm young i'm you know and i'm and i will kind of talk you know talk back crap back to them or whatever um but i really didn't fight you know mm-hmm. and then and then i remember i used to be kind of close with this black guy right which which just just to put it out there guys i'm not racial i mean i'm not racist or nothing i, I love black people i love everybody mm-hmm. you know so just to put it out this there. is a time of your yeah, life yeah this is yeah. just how it was in, in at the time at the time yes it's all you knew yeah. yeah so but i'm not racist at all you know i, I love everybody you know mm-hmm. god bless everybody uh so so i remember i used to talk to this black guy right he was he was my friend i don't know i don't remember his name but i remember i remember there was like four or five of them right and and then and they were like they go there he goes right there there he goes right there I was sitting down right and then he's like nah 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 like no nah, that's that's my friend that's my friend Mauricio he's like no that's him right there and I remember he was like he's like hey Mauricio he's like that's not true right and I told him what's up he's like he's like you from Tokers right I said I said I said I said yeah it's true he's like what for reals I said yeah he's like oh man and then he's, they they just left I remember they left right anyways I was having a lot of problems in school and mm-hmm. freshman. So I remember my my homeboys came to my school, like five of them, from my from my neighborhood, my brother and five of them, 
and they didn't even make it all the way to the to the high school and they got into it with, with some blacks once again and I remember they ended up stabbing one of them one of my homies they stabbed one you know it was like 30 of them it was only like five of my, five of my homies but they ended up my homies were, they were older mm-hmm. and they, they ended up stabbing one right and and I heard about it right my brothers he told me like hey they, they stabbed we stabbed the you know they stabbed the guy whatever and um Anyways, so so that happened. I got I I I ended up finding out what happened, and uh, the next day I didn't even go back to school. That was that. I was like, they're gonna get it. They're gonna mm-hmm. get me. Right. <laughs> so I remember I told my mom I'm going to school. You know, like always, and I would just ditch. I start ditching. You know, you know, and I just didn't go to school, and I just never went back. I don't remember. I never went back to to that freshman school no more. That was it. I was Damn. done. That was it. I'm done. I never went back. You know, too mm-hmm. much problems, man. Mm-hmm. You know. And then I remember I, I finally got to the 10th grade. You know, I don't know how I got there, but I got to the 10th grade, <laughs> you know, and um, ended up going to school there and, and, and had a couple of enemies there, too. Um, didn't really get in no fight or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I was in freshman and 10th grade there. I mean, uh, I was a sophomore in 10th grade there at Jordan High School. Um, but I had a few of my homies there. I had like three or four of them. Um, and um, sc- school was alright, you know. I guess um, I ended up going to a different to a different high school, which was called Cabrillo High School. Uh, my brother was over there, so I was like, I'm gonna go over there. I'm gonna go to high school over there. So I was going to high school there. Um, so everything was going pretty good. I, you know, just uh, not going good, but as far as um, I wasn't getting into too much trouble. But you know, um. Yeah. Being from the from the gang, uh, you know, I had a little bit of problems in in the streets, not too much, but but I guess mostly mostly it was fear. So I ended up telling my mom. I said, "Hey, mom, like, um, I said, um, I just want to let you know that that I that I joined the neighborhood, right?" And then she's like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, so I joined I joined I joined the gang." So what she did at the at when I was a sophomore. Uh, she sent me up north to my auntie's house. She sent me. That's the first time I ever came up here. And this is this is when, you know, she's like, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you with your auntie, so you can live with your auntie and uh, you know, so you can change, right? So she sent me up here with my auntie, and I was living up here. I was living in uh, in Oroville. You know, uh, I was going to Las Plumas High School. Um. And um. And everything was going good there too, you know. Everything was going good. Um, people started to find out that I came from LA, you know, and I was there, the Northerners. Um, but I wasn't. I came up to to make to to different live a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was the purpose of for me to move up. You know, move up here. So. Um, so I wasn't really like game banging, you know. They were like, hey, you know. Are you a southerner or whatever? And and I would be like, no, I'm not. You know, I had three dots in my hand or whatever. You know, and uh, but I wasn't really like gang affiliated. Really, I wasn't really gang banging. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, um. So my brother. So what happened was my family. Um. Um. So my dad got sick, and um. So my dad had to take a different career path. You know, so um, he took a different career path. He started cutting hair. You know, my mom and my dad started cutting hair. Mm-hmm. So what my parents wanted to do, they wanted to st- open up a barbershop. 
So 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 they were like too much competition in Los Angeles. Let's move up north where where um where the, um, your sister's at, which is my mom's sister, my my auntie where who I was living with. And so they moved up north. They moved up here and, and they 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 opened up a barber shop. You know, it's been open ever since. Um and um still open today? It's still open today, oh, nice. guys. Yeah, Eva's nice. barbershop, whoever wants to uh Go get a haircut. You know, my parents get down. My, right. mom, my, my dad's good. He's in Live Oak? No, he's there in Greatly. California, guys. Eva's Barbershop. Eva's yeah, Barbershop. You heard Eva's that. Barbershop, guys. <laughs> you heard that. Yeah, my, my dad gets, he's, his list stays booked. So you guys need to call and make an appointment <laughs> early, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Man, my parents are good. So, so um, they opened up a barbershop, came up north, you know, brought my family over. So the the purpose of bringing us up, uh, over here was so we can change change our, our, our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But my brother decided he didn't want to change his lifestyle. He wanted to come up here and gangbang. So that's what he started doing. He started gangbanging in school. We started getting into problems. I remember I ended up, I ended up um, getting into a fight um, in in Las Plumas. Before getting into a fight in Las Plumas, though, I ended up, I ended up I was I was smoking tree. Right? I was smoking weed, right? Because I was already experimenting with that right. but i remember i was in the locker room in las plumas and i and i decided to take a hit i said i'm gonna take a hit right here inside the locker so i opened up my locker i put my head inside i took a hit some marijuana and and i was like i don't think nobody see me right the next you know a teacher comes up to me and he pulls me over he's like hey come here i want to i want to go search your locker came and searched my locker i had a pocket knife i had a blue pocket knife you know i don't i don't know why i decided to take it but i had a blue pocket knife so they called my auntie and they're like, hey, we need, we're going to suspend them. You know, I'm over here. I was kind of crying, I guess, at that time, you know. <laughs> I was crying, too. All scared. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Like, give me a chance, you know. So they're like, all right, we're going to give you a chance, you know. But they suspended me, right. And then I told my auntie, like, I'm sorry. You know, I told my uncle, I'm sorry, too, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went back to school. And then and then my brother at that time, he wasn't there yet. Or my sister. Um, I went back to school. Later on, my parents came and. And uh, my brother and sister were there, um, but they said um, any any other incident, and and uh, we're gonna expel you. Oh damn! So I ended up getting into it with a uh, with the northerner, and um, I got into a fight with him. So I ended up getting expelled from Las Plumas. Went to a continuation school in Oroville called CDS. Continue. Uh, I forgot. I don't even know the name of it. I forgot. Um, but I went to CDS. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it stands for. Oh, continuation day school, yeah, continuation day school. There you school. go. That's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. CDS. So I went to CDS. I was in CDS, and then um, I remember the first the first few times I, when I got there too. I the first oops, I pushed something. Did I mess it up? No, you're good. You're yeah, good. Perfect. Good. Okay. And then I remember I went to uh, CDS, and uh, I remember the first few days I got banged on right there too by like three northerners. Right, one of these northerners looked crazy too. He he was all tatted up, and, and he was barely in high school, but long with a long Mongolian long long hair. He was, he, Damn. yeah. They banged on me crazy, and I was like, no, I don't gang bang, you know. They you know they try to beat me up, whatever. But they they left me alone, right? Anyways, going into CDS, I was in CDS for a little while, for a few months. I ended up getting into another fight with another northerner because they always used to think I was a southerner just undercover. So I ended, and I told them yeah. I wasn't right. But they were still kind of like mean mug me or always want problems, you know. Mm-hmm. So one day I just got tired after school and I got in, I got in another fight with another northerner, you know. And they ended up kicking me out from that school, you know. So they kicked me out from that school now. So now they put me in a different continuation school, which was called South County, right there in Oroville. Um, and I ended up, um, I was going to South County at that time. So I went, I started going to South County. 
and I ended up meeting some Southerners there. First time in, up north meeting some Southerners. Oh dang! Right, mm-hmm. my first time I met I met Doughboy. Uh, I met I met him and a few other ones. Right, mm-hmm. I didn't even think they were they existed, and I met some Southerners. And at that time, my parents decided to purchase a house in I mean started renting a house in Gridley. Okay, you know, so I met this this guy and his name is Doughboy, right? And um, and he lived in Gridley. He's like, hey, you live in Gridley? I said, yeah, I live in Greeley. He's like, why don't you come down and come hang out with us? So I was like, all right, cool. So me and my brother decided to go hang out with, with the guys in Greeley, right? Mm-hmm. Little did we know that was that was a, a, a big impact in our life right there too. You know, that's what changed a lot of a lot a lot of things too. Um, we started we went over there to meet him, and start met like three or four four Southerners right right there, right? These, and these guys were crazy, you know. We didn't know they were crazy, but these guys were they were they were they were. Um, they were with the business, you know. They Damn. were they were crazy, you know. They were down, so we started hanging out with them, and then um, and then um, further on, as we hung out with them, we started to meet more of them. We were, I don't I remember I would be at kickbacks in Gridley. There'd be like thirty or forty of them, you know, or like twenty, you know, with pistols. All of them with pistols. Damn. These guys were these guys were crazy. So I remember growing up when I was fifteen, sixteen. Um, I wasn't I wasn't that crazy, right? That's crazy meaning I wasn't I wasn't uh, I wasn't that down or I wasn't uh, Yeah, right. Like you could really see it escalate. Like you went from, you know, sneaking out without your parents parents permission to like bringing a knife to school to okay, now I'm hanging out with dudes that have guns and then wherever it's going to go, right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And, and I was and at that time when you're 15, 16, you're kind of you're kind of scary, you know? Oh, for sure. But, you yeah. know, you're scary. And then as I started growing up hanging out with the, with the guys in Gridley when I was like 17, mm-hmm. I started to become a I started to, to like really man up. If you, I don't know if you call it man up, um, but uh, I started, uh, I started to try to show no fear. I'm gonna put it like that. Trying to show no yeah, fear. Right. Kind of like be hard and yeah, trying to be on. hard. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain it so I don't know if people can understand, right? But I was trying to be down or or hard, and and at that when I was 17, I no longer fear nothing. I would fight guys that were like 30 or 40 years old. Damn. That's how crazy I got. But 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 so. So what happened was when I started to hang out with the Gridley guys, I was already from a gang, but I was young. They didn't influence me as much. They were crazy too. I would be at the block and they you know they'd give me a gun or whatever, but but I was still scary. I was young. But once I got 17 or when I said turn like 17, I was in I was in 11th grade. That's when I started to hang out with the guys in Gridley. When I when we started hanging out with those guys, I started to see how they acted. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys those guys were they were they were crazy, you know? They 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 seen an enemy. They they were out the car chasing them with a gun, you know, trying to kill them. So these guys were crazy, you know. So I started to see how they were. So I started to be like that. Me and my brother. So what happened? Me and my brother. We made a we made a we made a names for ourselves, right? We me and my brother. We, we started jumping on everybody, everybody, anything we seen red, we were on them. That's and crazy. they ever start. They started to know the brother, the Diaz brothers, Chuzzum and Frosty. They knew us, mm-hmm. you know. And this is this is a lot of this this life. There's a lot of the story. Has to do with why my brother's not here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's you know. So 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 so, which I'm not glorifying any of this because you know, really, is nothing to be proud of, and I'm not happy about it. But it right, is it right. is what it is. Life continues. You know, the Lord the Lord knows why why the things happen. You know, for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started hanging out with the Gridley guys, and, and we started being crazy, right? 
me, me and my brother, we started being down, you know, we see these guys, you know, with, with drinking and fools with, with guys with guns, you know, just we, when we, and they, and they were crazy too, 30, 20, 30 of them sometimes, you know, and, and then, so they had a, a big influence on us, you know, and, and me and my brother started being that way too, you know, anytime I, I, I remember put it like this, you know, I'm 33 years old now, uh, I've been shot at seven different times, I've been hit once, my brother was shot about six different times, he got hit once, got paralyzed for life, couldn't walk no more, Wow. you know, so wow. that's, you know, and that's the reason why he's not here today, you know, he got shot at a fast trip at, uh, at the gas station, you know, lost his legs forever. You know, that kind of changed his life forever, you know. That's why he's not here. Um, so we made a name for ourselves, you know. So everybody knows, you know, at, at from the bar, everybody knows uh, Eva's, Eva's kids, you know, which Eva's barbershop, everybody knows her kids, you know. They they, they were gang members, you know. Um, so, I, so, I was, so I was pretty crazy at the age of 17, 18, 19, fighting everybody, looking for it. For you know, for 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 the opposition, always look you know trying to trying to trying to hurt somebody, always trying to hurt somebody, you know. So we made a name for ourselves, me and my brother. Would you say because you're trying to move up in the ranks, or um, is that what you're doing, or you're just doing it to like make a name for yourself and just? I think just to make a name for ourselves, pretty mm -hmm. much. It wasn't really trying to move up. Um, I just that's just the gang lifestyle, you know. You yeah. see red, mm -hmm. you need to jump out. Mm -hmm. I was at, I would be anywhere, you know. I remember I was at a Seven Eleven, just standing there one time, you know, with a blue shirt, just standing right there in Oroville. Car pulls up to me, boom, real quick, boom, parks right in front of me, right. And this guy, this white guy, parks right in front of boom. The first thing he did was throw up a four, bam. First thing I did was throw up a three, bam. Gang banged on him right there on the spot. Jumped out the car with a big pit bull. With a big pit bull and try to come after me with a pit bull. I took out running, you know. He's like, "Why are you running?" You know. I said, "Put your put your dog away," you know. <laughs> you know, I took out took out running. To, hey, took out running. The next, you know, he jumps in his car. He comes comes after me in his car. What did I do? I grab boulders from the ground, big boulders. He he takes off through the street. I run after him through the street. Launched a boulder at him. Bam! I launched a few boulders at him. Boom! Boom! He flipped it. Came back around. I took out running and hit somewhere, you know. But but that's how I lived, you know. I had to grab weapon. If I had to grab a weapon, that's I'm crazy. grabbing a weapon right away. I'm grabbing rocks, a stick. I did it all the time. I'm not playing, you know. I didn't I didn't play mm -hmm. at that time, you know. <laughs> Anyways, but but the way I was the way I was carrying myself at that time, at, at uh, 18, 19, the way I was carrying myself, I, I was I was headed, I was headed, I was headed to prison. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe even life in prison, right? Mm -hmm. But the Lord had a the Lord had a plan for me, right? So I ended up, um, I ended up robbing somebody, uh, robbing a, a Mexican a Hispanic dude. Uh, um, I was drunk. I ended up robbing this guy. Pulled a knife out on him. Robbed him. Um, they ended up. I ended up getting caught. You know, I was nineteen. You know, and that's kind of probably what changed my life. I was nineteen. And um. And um. So I got caught. Uh, for for I got I got caught for for um, I got charged for with robbery second second degree robbery. Um, I remember I went to jail. I was nineteen. First time in jail too. First time ever in jail. Um, they tried to charge me with a uh, second degree robbery, uh, gang enhancement, and uh, and then felony fighting with a police officer. And uh, damn, they dropped two of the charges. I took one of the charges, which was the second degree robbery, mm. and I ended up going to prison. You know, I went to prison at age of 19 with no probation or nothing. They didn't give me a chance for probation, nothing. So I ended up going to prison at 19 
That's crazy. You know, I ended up doing three years in prison. Um, and 19, um, level three, you know, level four is the highest. I was on level three yard with, with people that had pretty serious offenses. Um, you know, what was that prison life? Like, was it a huge wake up call or it was just like, Oh, well, when I was in there, I was, I was active. So I was an active gang member. So, okay. so I was in there with the Southsiders, you know, ready for action, you know, mm-hmm. um, which was, I had to do what I had to do while I was in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because from what I've heard, because I also have, you know, experienced coworkers that have told me stories about them going to prison, but, like, you have to pick a side. You can't really, like, stay alone in prison, do your thing. You have to pick a side. Yeah, so that's pretty much, when you're active, when you're an active gang member, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to go with, with, um, with, uh, with your side, you know? Right. So I ended up, right from the county, I was already with my side, right there, working out with them, eating with them, programming you know whatever um so i'm going to prison I, i'm right there programming with them i did three years you know um i didn't really you know i got lucky fortunately i didn't get into no no riots or anything like that mm-hmm. which i got i got blessed but i got jumped around a lot you know they i went to uh i got sent out of state i went to mississippi you know that was uh, an experience mm. for me yeah i went to arizona from arizona i got i shipped i got shipped to into a to a plane and I went to I went to uh, Mississippi on shackles, you know, all shackled down. That's I, crazy. That's the last time I've been to. A, I haven't been on a plane in a while since that time that I can recall. Uh huh. Um, and um, yeah, I went to Mississippi. I got shot out of state. I did about a year and a half out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all California inmates. They were just getting sent out of state. Um, Is there a reason? No, um, yeah, they're overpopulated. Um, overpopulated. Uh, figured so. Yeah, they were so populated that that they had the same people out of state, you know. And um, so we went out there. You know, the 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 weather over there is a lot different than over here. You know, mm-hmm, over there yeah. is super humid. You know. Oh yeah, super I humid. So, yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think they got tornadoes too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't <laughs> have that over crazy, here. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy over there. Over here, it's just hot. Yeah. So I was over there. I was out there. You know. You know. I don't know. Those those three those those three years were were pretty rough for me. You know. Uh, especially the first time ever really going to jail. I remember I went to juvenile hall before that, which was right here in Oroville. Um, I got into a high speed pursuit. That's another story. Um, I ended up doing like three days, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, those three years in prison, man, they 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 sucked, you know. But for some reason, I didn't learn my lesson, you know. Mm-hmm. I got out of. I did three years. I got out, but I no longer was the person I was when I went back in. I mean, when I went in, I no longer was crazy like that no more. All so, that was gone. Okay. So, you, so this is where you really gone. start to see like the the yeah, tide shift gone. a little bit. Yeah, all okay. that was gone. I started to slow down. Okay. I wasn't gangbanging on everybody no more. So no, no, no. when you got in, you were nineteen. You got out. You're twenty. Almost twenty two. Yeah. Almost twenty two. Okay. Twenty two. Yeah. And I and um, you know, I got the calendar dates tattooed on me too. Two thousand eight, nine, and ten right here on my arm. Um, but anyways, that that's when changed my life. You know, I, I slowed down. I, I, I slowed down and and I I no longer was uh was um living that fast life that gang banging life no more mm-hmm. I slowed down and I remember when I got out my brother was locked up he was in prison now you know um mm-hmm. and then um and then I remember when he got out I met up with him so anyways when I got out of prison I didn't last very long um I think I believe I lasted like a month and I got a violation. I got a violation hanging out with a gang member. Got a violation. Went back to went back to jail. Did like three days. 
um, my parole officer decided to COP me, continue on parole. He let me out. He said, I'm going to give you a chance, right? That's the first time. I remember a month later, another gang association. There I go, back to prison again. There's seven months. I think, I believe I did seven months that time, yeah. Got out, wow. got out, got another gang association a oh. week after, or 10 days after, another seven months. Go back again. <laughs> I did another seven months. I went to, I remember I went to Old Folsom. I went to Tracy. Um, and then I went to, uh, where did I go that time? Um, I don't know, but I went to Folsom and, and uh, I don't know where I went the, f- the first, my first violation. Um, so yeah, uh, so I got did another seven months, got out. They changed the law, where now if you violated parole, you just do county time. You just go into county and you just do go to go to jail, go to county jail and just do like a month or whatever. So I ended up going back to uh, I the, oh I got out from the seven months, the second seven months. I lasted five months or three months, and then I went back to jail for another violation. And then so forth. I did, man, like 13 violations, I believe. Um, after my fifth gang association, I stopped hanging around with gang members. You know, okay, so I, that's I, when you were like, okay. yeah, all right. After yeah. my fifth Hold gang on. association, <laughs> I started to slow down. But now uh-huh. I started getting involved with, well, I was already doing drugs. Like at mm-hmm. age 19, I started sm- smoking crystal. You know, I didn't mention that, but I started doing drugs at 19, 18. I started smoking crystal. But it wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. I, at least I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. But I remember um, so after my fifth gang association, I started to started to do drugs now. You know, so now I started going in for a dirty. Now, instead of going in for gang association, now I'm going in for a dirty drug test. Damn. So I started going in for dirty drug test, you know. I was in and out of rehab. You know, I got a, my, my story super long, and I probably jump in everywhere. But um, um, I, I've been in and out of rehabs, mm-hmm. for, uh, like like five of them. In and out of just like to quickly summarize rehab. What was that like? Like um, rehab is uh, um, rehab is 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 good. Uh, rehab is cool. Is um, is what you make of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just guess wasn't ready to to change my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, in reality, it was none of that that really changed me. You know, my mindset. You know, my 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 mindset, which now is is growth to before it was it's always been growth but i just you know i wasn't able to in I the wrong the, ways yeah. yeah yeah i just didn't I, when i was younger it wasn't when i was gang banging but mm-hmm. once i stopped and i slowed down it was i was trying to do better you know always trying right. to do better you know but it wasn't to 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 the lord and this is the reality really because this is this is this is me though you know this is not to the to the lord to to till i had a spiritual awakening that I was able to change my life, you know? Okay, because I was just about to ask you that. I was about to ask, like, what was, like, the moment or, like, the thing that made you really, like, okay, let me get back on track and let me do this thing. So I was in and out of in and out of rehabs, right? Different types of girlfriends all the time, right? Different. Mm-hmm. I had a girlfriend, you know, I ended up getting shot because of her, her baby, because she was with me and her, her baby daddy was a northerner. He ended up coming back to the apartment one night and, and he ended up shooting me, right? I got shot in the arm. Um, anyways... That relationship didn't last. Why? Because of the drug use. Mm-hmm. You know, drugs, 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 drugs. In and out of rehab all the time. Right? Never never did nothing. You know, and and, and then uh so it's not to um so so okay, so so after I get I got shot and I had that girlfriend, I met up I met another girlfriend and uh I was going to the casino. I went to the casino, go go country, I met uh, this girl named Tina. Um 
I met her, got her number, whatever, talked to her, whatever. Anyways, I ended up seeing her. I, I never saw her again. I see ended up I ended up going to Butte College. I ended up seeing her at Butte College. You know, so so you know I said, Hey, hey, hey Tina. I said, uh, she so remember me? She's like, Oh yeah, I remember you. So, you know, so I ended up getting her number. I don't know if I got her number at that time, but but I don't think I did because I, otherwise I would have been texting her. I got her, her number. She's like, she's like, I oh, remember you. She's like, yeah. I got her number. She's like, I'm gonna go to a casino l- later on today. You wanna go? And I said, yeah. And so she texts me. You know, I met her. She was pretty bad too. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then so I ended up going to a casino with her. Right, spend the whole night with her. She was cashing out, giving me hundred. I'll get a hundred, put in the machine, blow it. She's like, oh, I just hit like three thousand. She hit like three thousand, right? She's like, here's another hundred. Put another hundred. Lost. Give me another hundred. Lost. Whatever. You know, I'm going. Go. Went back home with her. You know, and up. You know, hooking up with her. Whatever. You know. Mm-hmm. And then, as you know, I end up. She ended up being my girl. Right. She ended up being my girl. Not knowing that she was an escort. You know, she oh, was an damn. escort. You know, she was damn. doing her thing. She was doing uh-huh. her Doug Dizzle. You know, she was doing her thing. You know, oh, she was yeah. an escort. Mm-hmm. She was. Okay. She was pretty bad. You know? Okay. She was. You know. But anyways, but she was heavily. On methamphetamines, you know, mm-hmm. heavily user on methamphetamines. Oh wow! So I ended up being a heavily user on methamphetamines, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that this fun that relationship was very dysfunctional. So what happened? I was still on parole. So what happened is, I ended up catching another case for uh, domestic violence. I bit her on the back. I bit her. I, uh, wow. A bite mark. I got four years for a bite mark. They gave me corporal injury on a spouse for a bite mark. That's was it crazy. Over like an argument or yeah, because she was with other guys and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you know? okay. So, and I ended up we'll put you together. So I was pissed off, you know, and and I and I bit her on the back, and mm-hmm. they gave me four years for that, you know. And this is where my, where my so I went back to prison, and I did four years with half, which I only did two years. Mm-hmm. But at this time, I had already dropped out of the gangs. Right. I no longer right. was a gang member. I mm-hmm. dropped. I really this time I really dropped out. You know, I, I, I was, I went in, I told him, Hey, I'm no longer from the gang. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in the County jail and, and, and I remember, uh, went to court. As soon as I came back from court, they tried to put me in my, in the pod where all the Southsiders were. And I told them I'm not going in. They're like, what, what do you mean you're not going in? I said, I'm done. She's like, what? Are you serious? I said, I'm done. And I remember they separated me and they were like, are you done? I said, I'm done. I'm not gang. I'm not, I'm dropping out. They're like, okay. So they put me in a tank. And I heard, I remember hearing my homies from the pod, don't do it, Frosty, please. They were begging, they were begging me, don't do it. He said, like, we can we can work this out. And the reason why I dropped out was because I had snitched on the guy that shot me. I had told on him. Mm-hmm. You know, it was either tell on him or try to kill him. And at that time, I'm not gangbanging. Like, I wasn't crazy no more. Right. So I was like, I'm going to tell on him. Yeah. So I told on him. I said, yeah, this guy shot me. Mm-hmm. So they had paperwork on me. So I said, if I, was, I go back with the Southerners, they're going to stick, they're going to poke me. They gonna put some holes in there. Yeah, they gonna yeah, stick no. me. Mm-hmm. So they were like, but they kind of knew already too. But they were like, we're gonna clean it up. They said we're gonna clean it up. Don't go nowhere. Just stay. And I was like, nah. So I I left. I left. I dropped out. I never went back to the gangs. And ever since then, they, my my southern homies, they stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. You know, they know that I dropped out. They stopped. That's it. They don't talk to me anymore. Um, which I don't mind. I don't care anyways. I don't want mm-hmm. to talk to them. You know? Right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm living I, different, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, praise the Lord, you know? Mm-hmm. God bless him, you know? And um, and um, so I dropped out. Anyways, so I went back to prison. Now I'm no longer a gang member when I went to prison. I'm a dropout, mm-hmm. you know? So anyways, I did my time. I did my time. I get out. This is where my life changed, you know? Um, I so, got out. So what age are you now? Okay, so when I got out this time, excuse mm-hmm. me, um, 
I'm 27. 27. 27. Okay. okay. Wow. This time I'm 27, right? This is my life. And uh, this time I'm 27. I'm a dropout. I'm no longer a gang member. I get out. My parents, they want nothing to do with me. My sister lets me move into her house with her family. She's like, hey, brother, I got a house. I got a spot for you right here. She's always let me live with her. But mm -hmm. now she has a family. Now now the Lord has saved her. Oh, okay. okay. I was, so I was going to say, like, I was just so, about to ask, yeah. Like, you know, with your story, but, yeah. like, you mentioned how your sister was, like, in, in Long Beach for you and everything. Thing. So, like, like, I don't know if you want to go, like, in-depth about it, but, like, just a general summary of, like, like her, like, she obviously changed because you just said that. She had, like, her awakening. Yeah, she had a, a spiritual awakening, too. Well, what happened was she was on probation, too. And she ended up going to prison, too. Mm -hmm. So she did four years and got out. But she found the Lord while she was in prison. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, okay. That's important. Mm -hmm. And at this time, um, my mom, she had found the Lord, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, my mom used to go to, she used to go to mass, Catholic mass, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't ever bring up the religion, really, because uh, my church, they go deep into it. Mm-hmm. They go deep, yeah. into, you know, my church, they go deep into the religion, mm -hmm. you know, living by nothing but the Bible. And if you really go deep into it, it's hard. It's hard to carry the Bible. It's hard. It's hard to walk it. Oh, yeah. You know, my parents, mm -hmm. you know, my parents, they, they don't they don't believe in my mom. She don't. Well, I don't believe in it either. We don't celebrate. We don't celebrate holidays. You know, we don't. Mm -hmm. We believe every day is a holiday. We believe any holidays for God. Nothing mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't cuss. We don't drink. We don't smoke. Um, we believe by nothing by the Bible, nothing but the Bible. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and a lot of mm -hmm. churches they don't they don't. If I bring it up, they're like, oh, you know, I have a Christian, I have a Christian friend, right? He's like, hey, you need to, you need to stop going to that church. You know, like it's it's, it's all nothing but religion right there. Like you need to go to a church where we, we praise the Lord. And I asked him like this, like I believe the way I believe. And I asked him like this. I said, hey, brother. I said, you got people that got got long hair in your in your church. He's like, yeah, I got some that have, I mean, men that have long hair in your church. He's like, yeah, I have some. So the Bible says it's a shame for a man to have long hair. You know what I'm saying? The mm -hmm. Bible says that. It's a shame for a man to have long hair. You know? And and then, and then he's like, don't, don't, they don't say that. Where does it say that? And I brought it to him. Bible. Bam. See, that's how hard the Bible, my, the Bible is hard to keep. Right. You know, people mm -hmm. don't, you know, we can't have no earrings. Yeah. We can't have no chains. Mm-hmm. We can't have no ring finger, no tattoos, no right? tattoos. The, the, the body said, "Yeah, the body. Um, the, the 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 body is a holy temple. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, the body is a holy temple." Mm -hmm. He says, "Not to mark yourself. It says not to wear no jewelry or, or pearl attire. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Women, our women in our church, we don't wear. They don't wear pants. They dress in modesty, mm -hmm. long dress, long dress. We don't show oh. your curves, so you don't expose men too. Dressed in modesty, you know." Mm -hmm. Which I don't kind of you know I don't really so I used to dress a little bit more modest than now but but I'm I I used to you know I went to six I remember I went to Six Flags not too long ago I I, I went in with a tie and I had a tie my tucked in shirt my dress <laughs> shoes oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Six Flags helped me ride like <laughs> yeah, 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 I thought you were on like a business trip. yeah yeah exactly that's how that's how I was dressing for a, for a yeah. long time you know right. lately I've been I've been falling off of that you know mm -hmm. I haven't been dressing like that. Mm -hmm. You know, but really that's how I care. That's how I dress. I go to Sam's Club and I, and I got my shirt tucked in with my tie, you know. But right. I used to have earrings, chains, all that. So I let all that go, you know. But anyways, so my mom got heavily into the church, right? And um, my sister did as well, right? And um, so backtrack a little bit before that. Um, before I went to prison, I ended up getting shot. 
a month later, like I mentioned, I got shot. A month later, my brother got shot. He got paralyzed for life. You know, he got shot in the gas station in Gridley. Mm-hmm. He got paralyzed for life. That changed his life forever. He started using heavily on drugs. Um, he was in and out of the hospital all the time. And um, and that 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 kind of defined, you know, that's that's what took him out. You know, he was mm-hmm. in and out of the hospital, wasn't taking care of himself, you know. And um, after he got shot, my brother, he got paralyzed. He went to prison for that, for being shot. Because he attacked the, he attacked the, the other guy that shot him. Mm-hmm. So the other guy got self-defense. Mm-hmm. So my brother went to prison for seven years, got out. My brother got out. I remember I picked him up. And uh, first thing he did was, hey, I'm going to go get high. You know, you might as well just take me. And I and I had to take him, you know. And first thing he did was shooting up heroin, you know. So that was Dang. that, you know. Um, so anyways, um, when he went to prison, when he was in a wheelchair, I had just got out. I was 27, like I said, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I had just got out. Um, the, I went and lived with my sister, and uh, I started to, I started I started working right away. You know, I worked at a warehouse. You know, uh, my sister helped me a lot, and um, I ended up buying a, a vehicle. You know, I ended up buying a vehicle, ended up doing pretty good. And at that job, at that at that warehouse, that's where I met my wife. Now, you know, mm-hmm. that's where I met my wife. So, um, um, I was always still battled with the drug use and all that. Um, I remember um, still battled with the drug use and all that, and and um. I remember, um, so I was with my with my wife, who is who is, who is now, um, and uh, always, um, you know, f- getting arguments with her and whatever because of my drug use. Uh, mm-hmm. I would never be home or whatever. Just just mm-hmm. live the lifestyle I did. Um, I left the warehouse job and went became a firefighter. Um, I did that for about eight months. And what was that like? What'd you do exactly? Um, we were on a we're a wildland a wildland firefighter uh, initial attack. Um, I was in the Redding car the car fire in Redding. Uh, I was in the I was in the woodland fire. I forgot. I think it was I forgot the name of that fire. But I was in that woodland fire for Fourth of July. I was over there. Um, I was in a few fires, and we were just a yeah wildland firefighter. You know, mm-hmm. and. Um, Wherever there was a fire, we'd be right there if it was possible. And and we we didn't we use hand tools instead of uh, using water um, to put the fire out. So digging line. Digging line, yeah. We dug line. Um, we dug line. And um, anyways, I did that for about eight months. Um, decided I wanted to go back to the warehouse job, and I did. Um, and um, so. I was still getting high, right? I was still getting high using drugs or whatever. Um, and then I, um, once I went back to the warehouse, I mean, at, at this time, while I was a firefighter, I ended up finding out that, that my wife was pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. She was my wife at the time. Mm-hmm. I found out that my wife was pregnant. And um, and this is kind of where everything changed, you know? I was I was out, um, I was still getting high though. And, um, fighting with her or whatever all the time and uh, she was five months pregnant um when when my life changed really um i remember i was getting high or whatever and uh i was somewhere parked um and uh i reflected on my life that that's the, the time i reflected you know because i was always tired of mm-hmm. i mean i was always using drugs and um i was always broke 
always broke, you know, picking up cigarette butts, smoke my cigarettes, and I was working, and I had a car. Mm-hmm. But I was always broke. And then I remember I was, I was, my wife was five months pregnant, and 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 and, and I was parked somewhere, right? Broke. I had just went to the casino. I lost like three thousand dollars, and I was parked right there, you know. And and that's when when the Lord touched me. This is where my life changed right here. Five months pregnant, when my wife is. My wife is five months pregnant. Um, the Lord, the Lord touched me that day, and I was I was high, whatever. But the Lord touched me, you know. I was in my car parked right here in Feather River, um, at the the Nature Center. Mm-hmm. Um, in Oroville Wildlife Area I was parked right there You know r- Reflecting on my life And the Lord touched me He said He said uh, This is what he told me He said I remember that day too man You know He said um, He said Hey Mauricio He said uh, He said What are you gonna do He's like Your wife's five months pregnant You know You ain't got no diapers I remember that day too man He said You ain't got no diapers You ain't got no baby crib You ain't got no clothes For your daughter You ain't got no money You ain't got nothing and I remember that day that the Lord touched me and I cried. I cried, you know, I cried. And, and that was when the Lord touched me. I called my mom. I said, Mom, I need your help. She's like, what's wrong? She's like, come home. I said, I need your help. And she's like, come home. So I went home. I went to my mom's house. I started reading the Bible. Started to read the Bible. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. I lasted 10 months clean. Ever, ever, never had lasted. I'd last like a month clean, bro. Right. Or a week or two and I'll get high. I wasn't like an everyday hardcore user like that uh-huh. but I'll get high like once a week right. or, or mm-hmm. twice a week you know mm-hmm. but that was enough for me to not come home mm-hmm. you know I get high and not come home mm-hmm. so so, but this was I could never stay clean for longer than I think the longest I stayed clean was like three months this time I found I came home to my parents house my mom me and my mom read the bible every day every day every day pray 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 read the bible I got I stayed clean for 10 months my daughter was born I was there when my daughter was born. I cut her. I cut her umbilical. Uh, she had a. She had. She had clothes. She had a crib. She had mm-hmm. everything that that the Lord, you know, the Lord gave me. You know, the Lord gave me all these things. You know, you know, my my daughter was born. You know, and I was doing good. I lasted ten months, and I remember working at the warehouse where Jeffrey works. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, Jeffrey, that currently works with me. I was working there at the warehouse, and um, one of my friends went back there to the machine I was operating. He brought a bottle of vodka. He's like, hey, look what I got. It was nice. I was working night shift that day. He's like, look what I got. I got a bottle right here. He's like, here, 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 hit this, hit this, hit this bottle. And I was like, ah. And guess what I did? I decided to take a swig. After 10 months clean, I took a swig of that bottle. Mm-hmm. I never made it home that night. I was gone. Damn. I was at the casino smoking crystal. After 10 months clean, bro. And it took me a whole year to get clean again after that 10 after months after those 10 months mm-hmm. a whole year again wow but I no longer was using crystal like that now I smoke crystal once in a while <laughs> but I was doing coke now and I was buying a lot of coke you know I think I used my stimulus money on it or whatever yeah <laughs> no, that's I'm extremely serious. addicting yeah. right yeah everything the crystal is the most addicting you know mm-hmm. but I think I used I used my the, I think my stimulus money Um, so I ended up you know I ended up backsliding again I was me- I was messing up I told my mom again I said and my wife was like, "Hey, I'm like, man, I'm already having my daughter now. Mm-hmm. You know, I have my daughter, and I'm 33. I'm 33 years old. I've never had kids, and I've been with a ton of women. Mm-hmm. So the Lord blessed me. You know, the Lord blessed me for sure. The month my brother passed away was the month my wife got pregnant, or the month after, right there and then. Mm-hmm. So the Lord gave me like my daughter, like, look, I'll give you this because your brother passed. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so my daughter was growing up. I was getting higher, whatever." And my wife's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm over, you know. 
So I ended up telling my mom again, hey, mom, I got to get right again. I need to find the Lord. So so I went back to my mom's again. And here I go again, read, 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 read. You know, pray and read. I lasted a week. I got high. Again, she's like, come home. I started read, 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 read and uh, pray. So I read and prayed. This time, I've been clean ever since, man. You know, mm-hmm. I've been I've been clean for uh, almost two years now. There you go. There we go. Two years, bro. Praise the Lord. I But... You know, I started to get Bible studies. I went back to my house after three weeks. Of, I was in my mom's for three weeks that time, reading and praying. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I got to go back to my house. So I went back to my house with my family. And um, and then, um, but I started to get Bible studies. Every Sunday, my pastor would come to my house and would study the Bible. Nice. Study the Bible every Sunday. You know, and then I told him, I told my pastor, I want to get baptized. Acts 2.38, you know. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, you know, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, you know. And um, they say if one get gets baptized, the whole household will be baptized, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I'm struggling. My house don't want to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I got my yeah. kids. I got three boys, and, and which are my wife's kids mm-hmm. that uh-huh. I've been raising. Their father's not in the picture. He's in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So I've been raising them for about five years, six years. Oh, now. okay. Because I, so, I was thinking, I'm like, wait, but you said you, you said I had one, kids. but like, like <laughs> but you have a 15 year old that's gonna be a freshman. So I'm like, where? Like, that's right. I'm like, I don't, no, no, no. Because like I was doing the math in my head. I'm like, I'm like, that's wait right. a minute. So if he's 15, that means like he would have had him in 2008. But you were in jail in 2008. So like, how does it all work out? Was it like <laughs> through right. a different wife, or was it the wife's kids? Okay, no. Wonderful, sense. wonderful. Good question. Yeah, and yeah. that's what my my wife's. My current wife now, her kids, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which her dad's not in the picture. Um, he's in Mexico because of violence with his, with my wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've been raising those kids, you know. I've been raising my boys, which is three boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we got when we got my daughter, you know, my dude. Yeah, honestly, girl. I think a lot of people like misunderstand the the importance of like a small group. So like your small group was you know like your mom going to your mom and then your pastor coming over like just studying the word studying scripture i think that's so powerful because a lot of people it's just like no i can do it myself like i, I can handle it but no, fellowship is like you fellowship, need fellowship is is mm-hmm. real dude yeah amen brother mm-hmm. amen yeah and 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 and, and re- it is and, 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 and you're right it's real it's needed mm-hmm. and you know right now i'm kind of struggling right now mm-hmm. you know i haven't went to mass i haven't mm-hmm. went to service in in a little over a month bro mm-hmm. we know we had a, a very big event mm-hmm. you know the brothers came from arizona mm-hmm. you know i got a church in arizona san diego stockton san jose you know like 100 200 members and mm-hmm. i didn't even show up for mm-hmm. none of the days wow you know so kind of right now i'm struggling with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know um i mean day to day what what christians always deal with is just temptation so as long as we stay back to our roots stay back and study the word and understand god listen to god we'll, they, it'll go back yeah right. and that's and that's kind of i don't know if you know, I feel like, um, you know, really, is there a, there's no excuse, but I feel like kind of like my mom has a little impact on it because uh, she's constantly pushing me, you know, mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. like, hey, you're not at service today or whatever, you know, or, you know, and I told my mom like, hey, you're not letting the Lord do his job. Right. The Lord needs to do his job. You know, mm-hmm. he, he, he he can do it. You don't need to do it for him. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess I don't know if that's that's one of the things. But anyways, I, I studied the word for about five months with my pastor. Um, decided to get baptized, right? In the name of Jesus Christ, right? Go down in water. But I got baptized on the I got baptized on the on the eighth of November. Mm-hmm. Um, when was this last year? Or I'm going on. Uh, yeah, this will be my second year. Um, this November. Mm-hmm. So it was this last year. Okay, twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, I believe yeah. it's twenty one. Yeah. Nice. Okay, November twenty one. And then, I, and then I, but 
in order for me to get baptized, I was living in I was living in in a fornication, you know, because uh, I was with my wife and we weren't married. Uh -huh. oh. So my pastor said, I can't baptize you unless you get married. So I decided to get, I got married. Right. You mm -hmm. know, plus I love my wife, but I got married on November 7th. You know, we got a taquero and we had some tacos, you know. Everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And then baptized the next and day. And the next day I got baptized. <laughs> yeah, we, we bought a pig and, and we everybody ate pig. You know? nice. yeah. It was fire nice. carnitas. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fire. It was, it was too good. You know, I went down in water, you know. So and then I, you know, I went down in water and, and I've never been the same ever since. You know, you know, I don't listen to worldly music. You know, um, just a lot of things. You know, that's changed. You know, and I'm not trying to go back. But like, like the brother said right here, what I battle is temptation. Right. I, you know, I got one of the hardest battles that that never went away. I thought it was gonna go away when I got baptized. Never went away. Right. Was the lust, the women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's Adultery. the hardest thing. Right. Women is the hardest thing for me. I think women are just beautiful. You mm -hmm. know. They're beautiful, mm -hmm. you know. They're they're beautiful, you know. Mm -hmm. And and I, every single girl that I've been with, was I've lost because of because of women, mm -hmm. you know. I believe women are beautiful. It don't matter how beautiful my wife is or how beautiful my uh, the girlfriend was. I still love women, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been battling. And I thought when I when I got baptized that I was no longer gonna battle with, but I still battle with it now, mm -hmm. to this day, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's I think that was the reason why I used to get high because I just run away and go do whatever I wanted. Right. And go find girls, you know. So that's I don't know where that, where that um I don't know where that problem came from when I was a child, you know. Like I said in second grade, I was touching girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah. so, but yeah, so yeah. that's what I struggle with, you know. Right. This is what I struggle with to this sure. day, you know. And then, like you said, fellowship is a fellowship is very important, you know. And um, I haven't fellowship lately, man. You know, I was supposed to go mm -hmm. to service today, but. I don't know if I'm... Well, honestly, man, I feel like sitting here right here at this podcast this morning is sort of like fellowship. Just talking that. about it, <laughs> you know, right. venting, talking to like-minded right. brothers. Amen, it's brother. awesome. It's Amen. awesome. Amen. I appreciate it. So you got <laughs> baptized in November, and then you started working at the mill where we work at in, like, December. And that's when you guys met. And then this is oh, where a we... a year later, though. Oh, a, le a year later? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, because I didn't just barely Right, because it's 22, right? Yeah, okay, my man. I got, yeah, I got my years mixed up. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. we met in right. December, this last December that just passed, we're in, what month are we in? We're in June. <laughs> we're in June. <laughs> June. I lose track. That's right. Oh, um, so our first day, we meet Juan's at the mill. in 2023 mil. right now. I know, I'm in a different year. <laughs> yeah. But, oh man, I remember um, it was back in December, and uh, Isaac's dad as a supervisor at night that time, and um, he asked me. Uh, for all of December to help stay clean up because I work nights and the clean up will start at three right, right. when I get off and mm -hmm. at this time everyone's on their vacation everyone's like everyone's super shorthanded right. and then I was like okay I'm at the bottom of the bottom pole totem pole on nights like I, I can't say no mm -hmm. I'm like it's extra money and I'm not complaining so I stay on nights and uh, one night he's like hey he's like um, your lead tonight and he's like you have a yellow hat which yellow hat or you have a lemon head them had someone who uh, just started um, they're on probation it's their first three, like it's, they're in their first three months at the mill mm -hmm. and then um, once you complete those three months you get a blue hat which is like you start getting all your benefits with the job and all that and then it was Mauricio's first day and I was like okay cool I guess I'm lead I'm like I'm training this guy and then that's how we met and I started training you how to clean around and then mm -hmm. ever since then we've been co-workers and 
Nice. That's crazy. Nice. Mm-hmm. So when did you guys actually like start getting into like his story and learning about each other so, and like um, his experiences? So when you start off, you start off in cleanup. And uh, so I work nights. So when I be leaving, he's getting there. And I trained him. How many days? Like the first week I was with you? Yeah, the first week, yeah. Just to make sure you don't like, yep. you know how to lock out the machine, how to make sure everything's turned off and like where to go, where not to do, how to be safe, make sure you don't right. die. and then uh i trained them for like a week and then after that um they're kind of kind of just let them do their own thing and like do what you you showed them right and then that was december and then when december ended i i stopped staying over because that month i was doing like five to five five to four five p.m to uh, four a.m five to five five a.m I remember I told him I'd like I think I stayed to like five that day, and I was like, "Hey man, I'm hanging out. I'm like, I'm tired. I was like, I've been here twelve hours. I'm ready to go home." Yeah. And then ever since the beginning, though, Marisa's always been like super like positive, and like really well mannered. Um, I was like, I I really liked him from the beginning. He was always like super happy. He's a hard worker, and uh, he actually has like the hardest job in the mill on nights, one of the hardest, and he, he's killing it, man. Honestly, he's been killing it, and then. Nice. Um, that's awesome yeah dude i mean this guy dude you're like a walking testimony it's it's crazy what you've been through and like especially comparing to my life because i look at it i'm like damn i'm 19 now and like from your experience it's just crazy like two different worlds right now like you were going right right that's just like grown man like grown 30 40 50 year old man Mm -hmm. man. that's insane eight years in and out i mean big dudes too killers right and i think about that because i have a brother-in-law that's that's 19 too. Uh-huh. I was like, man, I was going to prison at his age. Mm-hmm. You know? So going back to your story, because right. you are the person we're talking about this podcast. You're the, you're the main guest. So what was the biggest like realization or what was the biggest change from like walking with Christ and like that, that whole change? Like uh, as does, does mentality also like play effect in that mental- as well? Mentality is a, a big part of it, uh-huh. you know? Um, and that's another thing that I was going to mention right now too, you know, just for any of the, of the, of the, of the you know for the listeners you know out there that that you know it's, it's got to be growth right you know growth you gotta want to grow mm-hmm. for everybody you know if it ain't if you ain't and all that growth is you know very important to mm-hmm. me you know it mm-hmm. should be to anybody you know and then and then and then for those who have family you know growth and and, and your family and, and how you could provide for them you know and for your community too for your for anybody out there you know um how how you know um I'm not. I don't do too much for the community or anything like that. But but I, I think I try to be a a, a good person. You know, I seen a car. I was driving from work the other day and I seen a car, uh, kind of like in a ditch. You know, and mm-hmm. another car was was parked right there, right with his emergency lights on. Right. You know, I passed. I was like, man, they look like they need some help, probably. You know. Right. I'm headed home. I'm tired. Yeah. I flipped it. Uh, turned around. <laughs> went back over there. I kind of went nice and slow past them and they. You know, and then I flipped it again, passed, and we we're parked right next to him. I said, "You guys all right?" And guy jumped out. He said, "Hey, yeah, yeah, we're good, man. Thank you." I said, "All right." And then, you know, I left. You know, I, I was that. You know, you but know, it was just that thought of checking just, them, right? yeah, because they might need. It. I was thinking, you know, might need to push the car out out of the ditch or something. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of right. my what my thought was really, you know, <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. because there's somebody already there. Maybe they need help just to push the car. You know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty, you, you know, know, I actually talked to a lot of just Christians or even I am Christians, but. Yeah, I guess non-believers because I always just have religion talks with everyone I meet. It's just who I am, how yeah. I do it. But um, I always see talk to these people and they're like, I don't know. I feel like Christianity or just like believing in a God and Jesus is like weird because there's a lot of these rules you have to follow. It's very strict. But 
when I really realize it and I talk to him about my experiences, it's not really like I have to follow all these guidelines. It's kind of like you start slow and you start at your pace. You kind of like kind of just go with it. Like you'll start with scripture and then it, everything kind of just pieces together. See, I don't understand like you start to stop yeah. listening to worldly music. You kind of, t- excuse me, you kind of just like stop cursing. You stop doing this. It's not yeah. like, okay, I have to immediately cut off. Yeah, I hate when they're like, At least that's like how it was rules yeah. and all this stuff. It's like, no, it's simply just being a good person. Right. You know, it's right. like there's so many rules. It's like, no, you're like, you just be a better person. Right. It's like, that's really, really the whole concept. It, it's not, there's, yeah. it doesn't teach you anything bad. No, you exactly. Right. It's always good. Right. It's like, it doesn't teach you nothing bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just to the rap music show, they have yeah. these days now. It don't teach you nothing good. It just goes to show like <laughs> how know? bad our society is. Like, turn exactly. right. It's like when you think the, the, you know, following God is a bad thing. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> it's like, what is going yeah, on? They say that, that the days were going to get worse now, you know? They, right. The, the we could see it happening. It's happening, really, because yeah. they think that's bad, you know? Mm-hmm. We're right. really, what's wrong with with, with uh, stop cursing or, or listening to uh, hoes and tricks and, and rap music? That's right, all they talk right. about, you know? And all they right. glorify is money and material, too, mm-hmm. you know? Which, that's one thing, though, um, as far as my growth goes and my person, um, now that I've grown in, in, in my beliefs and, and the Lord has blessed me and the Lord has blessed me in material mm-hmm. things too. Mm-hmm. You know, but 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 don't love the material things more than anything else, you know? It goes right. because being humble, right? Exactly. So it's like receiving the material and just being you know, humble. I own it. cars now, you know, I got my own place now, you know. Right. But right. I'm not buying my house yet. So that's my goal. Mm-hmm. I wanna buy my house. Nice. Right, you know, my credit is almost at like eight hundred. There you go. So nice. you know, I, from no credit to pretty decent credit, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of collections. So I, mean, I paid a lot of collections. <laughs> yeah, I paid yeah. a lot of collections, thousands of dollars, you know. So my credit is pretty good. I could probably pull out a car from the lot, you know. But I want to buy a house, you that's know. Awesome, and man. the material stuff is good, but but you stay humble with it, you know. Right. Those are the things that the Lord bless you because today I'm here. Tomorrow might not be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He gives you, you know what I'm saying? Take, He'll yeah. take it from you. Straight you, up. You, you, mm-hmm. you have thousands in your bank account, but if you get sick and, and all that money can't cure it, then what's the point of having all that money? Right. Right. Because the Lord gets you, you'll be sick and that's it. It's over. There's money. Money can't cure everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. That's why That's why you just... You know, one of the biggest things I kind of want to take from all this is like a, how a lot of people will come through some inconveniences in their life and they'll blame God for it. And they're just like, well, yeah. if he's so holy and he's yeah, so great, so why yeah. why did he let this happen to me? And yeah. it's like, that's not how it works. You know, mm-hmm. we have free will. And where I was going with that is you could have blamed God so many times. Yeah, You could have blamed him so many times and completely resented him. But you chose to accept him instead. And actually go complete, to him instead of rejecting him. The complete him. opposite. And that's, and, right. and that's true, too. You know, you know like, like what he said, a lot of people do think like that. You know, we're going to bring up the... the, the the Texas shooting not too long ago with the kids. Mm-hmm. Right. You got everybody heard about that, right? Yeah. All you I know, heard sometimes that, yeah. and sometimes, you know, we wonder like why why do those things happen like that, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I was wondering that like, man, like why would the Lord let something like that happen, you know? But at the same time, the Lord gives the Lord gives life. Mm-hmm. He takes life. Mm-hmm. That the Lord decides all that. You know, we don't I, we don't know. Some things are un, unex, unexplainable. We don't know. We don't know why why the Lord does what he does, you know. I mean the way I sometimes looked at it as well. Know is exactly what he mentioned free will like giving everyone the option to choose because if god was just like no i'm forcing my religion on you we would all essentially be like robots, robots. you know what i mean all of we would all think robots, the same be right? the same but he gives us that free will and allows us to you know just do what we do you know some people the, are the man got influenced yeah. by the wrong side right right and it's just it's terrible yeah
it happens like that. Well, man, you are, dude, you are a story on wheels, I swear. But we're awesome. going to start to get to the concluding questions. So, like, okay. I'll start it just straight off the bat. I love asking this question. So, we just talked about the younger generation or even, like, stories like the right, right. unfortunate shooting. But what's one piece of advice you would love to give, like, the, wow. the upcoming generation? Advice that I give to the to the youth? Yes. Yeah. Um I would just, I would tell him seek the Lord where he may be found. To be honest with you, wow. that's really what what I would say. You know, as far as I've been kind of deviating a little bit, but that don't change nothing. You know, mm -hmm. I, that's what I really would say. I tell that to my kids. You know, seek the Lord where he may be found. You know, in growth. Oh. That's it. Just try to be a better person in growth. You know, mm -hmm. that's it. That's that's my right. advice to the kids. I mean, that's to awesome. the to the youth to the youth. You know, just try to learn. You know, learn and, and grow. You know. In the, in the right ways in the right way in yeah right growing the right ways yeah yeah for great sure. answer Juan do you have any more questions usually this is our question guy right here so no I don't have any more questions no questions Phil I got nothing well it was a long episode it was great dude you had an amazing story episode. do you want to leave the viewers do you want to tell them any shout outs do you want to do anything before we close off this episode uh Mm, I don't really have no. Just God bless you guys. Uh, hope <laughs> you guys you, uh, you have a great one, man. That's it. That's yeah, all I awesome. say. You know? Well, Stay we appreciate blessed, you for right. having us or for coming on this. <laughs> for, coming having, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for coming out on this episode, dude. Early it was great in the morning, your too, story. man. It was awesome. Yeah, on your day off. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. So with that, we're concluding the episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode thirty of the True Dreamers podcast. See you next one. We're out.